Hi, welcome to Story Hall, a podcast exploring the lore behind the most important stories in the world. So pull up a chair by the fireplace and let us put a story in your hole. <laughs> Hi, I'm Roger. Hi, I'm Joey. I'm Kevin. And I'm Brian. Hey, guys. Hi. Hey, big boy. Uh, (laughs) Since it's (laughs) December, I just kind of wanted to check in with you guys right at the top of the show and see how everyone's doing with their holiday cheer. What are your your Christmas spirit levels at right now? Uh, It's a different kind of Christmas spirit, if I'm going to be honest with you. Yeah? Yeah. It's just like a, it's kind of like a more of a, a big bad boy kind of Christmas spirit that I'm used to. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like, a, like a kind of a sexy bad boy? Yeah, yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm just ready to strike my Christmas present shopping. You know what I mean? And like, and yeah. then just a, fucking take care of it. Mm-hmm. You know what I did on Saturday night? What? I stood on my roof, did some body rolls. Oh, dude. <laughs> just like, like, yeah, Santa, yeah. Mm. Are you rolling around on the roof? What is that? Paying us a picture there. What's happening? It's a body roll. So like a body roll is like a dance move where like you pitch your like chest and shoulders forward and you roll it. So then your hips come forward and then yeah. you, you look sexy. Your whole body kind of, it's kind of, kind of almost like a, like a worm. Okay. Yeah, but you're like standing a, like up. Like a standing worm, a vertical a worm. Standing my favorite part of that is that uh, I could hear Joey doing it as he was describing it to <laughs> <Yeah>. us. <laughs> Gross. <It's like> that. <laughs> Santa can't get enough of, of hot body rolling from what I've heard. Yeah. I heard that. I didn't know what he meant. <laughs> I kept doing doing the wrong thing, I guess. <laughs> You're just rolling around. <laughs> <in the laughs> is this what you want, Santa? Yeah. Uh, he's got a new like IR sensor on his sleigh and it's not. he's not looking for lights anymore. There's too many lights. There's light pollution. <laughs> so you got to use passion. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. Yeah, and the sensor, the sensor, it's a beacon. It's like a GPS for sexy. I mean, if you went too far, you could totally be put on the naughty list, though. Yeah, that's you true. Know, you gotta, you we gotta want, walk that fine line. It's yeah, tough. Yeah, man. Don't go too passionate. It's 2020. Do you think I don't want to be on the naughty list? Ooh. <laughs> oh, shit. That's this a bold true. statement. Man. Yeah. I like that you're really turning up the heat for the last month of the year. Turn it up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the coldest month. <laughs> <laughs> Joey, you were sick last week. You sound great this week. Yeah, this is yeah you came yeah. back extra hard. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. <laughs> well, extra hard. I've been, <laughs> I've been uh, doing some research because I thought that maybe we might need some exciting new Santa info to get us in the Christmas spirit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, I've got some news that might be difficult to hear. Actually, oh, are, no. are you guys ready? Okay, embraced. It turns out that there are some things that we all thought were Santa facts that turn out to not be true at all. Like, oh, shoot. He, he's the main Christmas guy, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. Like, sorry, baby Jesus. It's Christmas yeah. is Santa's holiday. Yeah, it's Santa. Yeah. He's mm-hmm. the one that visits every house in the world on Christmas Eve. He's yeah, the what guy. do you do, baby Jesus? <laughs> <laughs> I haven't seen him yet at all in my whole life. Yeah. I've left out, uh, <laughs> I've left out wine and, and uh, crackers uh, for him every night. You <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's like, he's like, hey, I already got a body and blood, buddy. <laughs> I don't need more. <laughs> this is my body and my blood. <laughs> Maybe that's why he doesn't come. Yeah, <laughs> just torture techniques. What kind of crack are you leaving out? Because I bet baby Jesus isn't really into it. Um, what are those crackers called? Communi- communion uh, wafers? Communion wafers. The, the Eucharist. Yeah. Eucharist, yeah. yeah. They, They're kind of just like a saltine, right? No, they they, uh, they melt on your tongue. What? It's Yeah, it melts and it's kind of like spongy, spongy almost. Yeah. More like a yeah. cake kind of? No, no, it's its, I, its own thing for sure. Yeah. Uh, it's made out of his a man's body. Yeah, yeah. that's true. Yeah. yeah. It's more like a beef jerky, I guess, when you think about it. <laughs> That's what yeah, happens to really well, old beef jerky. <laughs> yeah. Well, it turns out that Santa is not the only one. He's not the only guy pulling all the weight. 
Um, he's not the one that makes Christmas happen for everybody, actually. It turns yeah, out there's Mrs. Claus. Yeah. <laughs> there's Mrs. Claus. It's 2020. <laughs> I mean, get it right. And, and literally, reindeer <laughs> pull the weight. This yeah. is not new to us, Raj. <laughs> but it turns out there are other options, totally different options beyond Santa, different figures that can come to your town on Christmas and deliver holiday cheer. Uh, and it's up to us. We have the choice to choose which holiday spirit we want to uh, embrace. So on today's whole, we're going to take a look at Santa alternatives. All the Santa alternatives that we're going to talk about are actual practiced holiday traditions that come from European cultures. And, and for the Wait, most... Raj? Yeah. So they're like alternative Santas. Mm-hmm. So that means like they have like colored hair and tattoos because sometimes i go on these websites and when i see like alternative if i search for like alternative version Uh of a person (laughs) so usually like a lot of like like tattooed yeah maybe they're wearing like uh like a nirvana shirt or something cool (laughs) (laughs) you know like there's like different sections of like you know there's like uh like like uh attractive older women and then sometimes there's just alternative what kind of websites are you looking at Well, (laughs) okay, so all the same alternatives that we're going to talk about are actual practiced holiday traditions that come from European cultures. Um, And for the most part, there's still definitely legitimate options that people celebrate. Mm -hmm. Um, Also, there's a bunch of these that you might have heard of before. Santa alternatives like Sinterklaas or or Belsnickel. Have you guys seen that episode of The Office where Dwight comes as Belsnickel? It's very good. Those are all pretty much just different variations of St. Nicholas, though. They're kind of the same figure, just with different skin. So we're going to stray away from those and go strictly for Santa alternatives that are drastically different, at least in some way, from the original Santa, and maybe bring something new to the table. We're going to start with one called the Badalisk. Wow. Now, if you had to have a complaint about Santa, like, what's something that you think Santa's lacking that you'd like to see? Uh, He's not badass enough. Yeah, Yeah. he doesn't have the killer instinct. I'd rather him, like, have, like, a hog instead of, like, (laughs) you know, deer's... He's a little too safe, right? Yeah. Santa's a little too a little too vanilla, maybe. I was thinking he's mm-hmm. kind of just absent. He's like an absent father. Oh, well, that too. He's only around. He shows up one time to give me a present. One, once he, hey, what? Why didn't you come to my dance? Why didn't you come come to my dance recital? <laughs> <laughs> well, unfortunately, none of these Santa alternatives are going to come to your your dance recital. So I'm sorry, but I do have a Santa option that's a a, a lot more edgy. Uh, maybe one that's less of a jolly old man. And more of a hairy, dangerous monster oh, that tells everyone you know about the bad things that you did in private that year. Whoa, that's great. And if that sounds like something you're into, then the Badalisk is the choice for you. Um, instead of the North Pole, it lives in the Alps. And it spends most of the year hiding in the forest. Uh, it's a monster. It's covered in dark fur. It's got two hind legs and then just a long, thick a kind of tube-like body with a really big head on top. Yuck. It's just a big hairy sausage on two legs. Ugh. It's got horns on the top of its head. It's got uh, little red glowing eyes and just a massive mouth full of sharp teeth. Ooh. And for Christmas, he might come pay you a visit, but not willingly. You have to capture the Badalisk. And this is something that the Italian villages at the base of the Alps do every year. What you have to do is lure him out. 
and it says that the best way to lure him is with a pretty woman. She's the bait. If you can get a pretty woman to sit outside, then driven by its lust, the battalisk will come creeping around. Hmm. And then it's just a matter of throwing a rope around it, tying it off like a leash, and you've got him. And it'll probably try to fight you at first, but if you can get some local hermit to come along and bang some drums, the sound will pacify the battalisk. a man of simple pleasures. And you can just lead him around town by the rope. What do you guys think? Are you on board so far? I don't know. I was totally in until the drum circle, and then he kind of lost me. Some, some, <laughs> some weird kind of hippie. Definitely. A hermit playing the drums is just kind yeah. of a hippie drum circle, huh? This seems to torturing the poor thing. Yeah. yeah. Little... He definitely doesn't want to do this. Yeah. But he's a monster. You know, is that bad? Is it bad to torture uh, a monster? What has he done that makes him an act? I understand he physically probably looks different than us, but what is he doing that's actually monster-esque? That's a very good point, and something that I hadn't even considered. <laughs> <laughs> have you read, read? Have you seen the Brood and the Beast? Mm-hmm. Have you ever seen the Grinch? There's a heart mm-hmm. deep, deep down. Yeah, there. So, the Battleisk looks like a monster, but Roger, you are the monster. <laughs> yeah, true. and we're tempting it with love. We're like putting out some beautiful woman, right. and then we yeah, yeah, that's pretty cruel. Cool. What, what kind of is it? Just any kind of beautiful woman? Because I could I could think of a certain kind that I think is really I think is really beautiful. Like who? It's an it's an alternative woman who has lots of tattoos, <laughs> <laughs> colored hair. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. Anyway, once you've captured the battleisk, you're going to want to take him to the town square on Christmas Day. And you gather the whole town around because the battleisk is going to give a speech. It comes every year with something that he's written, and he just wants to tell all the people of the town a list of all the shitty things that everyone in the community has done that year. That's so weird. So if you, if you lied about something, the battleisk is going to tell everyone the truth. Or if you cheated somebody, the battleisk is going to rat you out. Everything comes out. No secrets. And it sounds very tense, but the idea is that it clears the air for the new year. Like everyone's dirt gets exposed and you can start fresh for the upcoming year. Plus, it's good motivation to not be bad throughout the rest of the year. It's like a, hmm. a more real version of the naughty list. It's so funny. It's like you lure them out, you capture them, and then you just roast everybody in the village. Like, what the fuck is happening? <laughs> and after he's done giving a speech, it's time to celebrate. So kids go around collecting presents. They get candy and money. Uh, the whole community gets together to just have a big party. There's drinking and dancing. They have a big feast for dinner. Uh, do you guys want to guess what they eat at the feast? It's got to be sausage. Wait, sorry to interrupt real quick, but I'm very curious. Did you know, uh, did they say, is it magic that he knows all the dirt? Or is he like a peeping Tom throughout the year? That's a, <laughs> that's a very good question. It's, he must just be creeping around, yeah, just, just peeping on everybody's <laughs> sins. Just watching everybody, picking out the... That's why he's a monster. Yeah, there mm. it is. He's got no respect for personal mm-hmm. privacy. He's uh, the, <laughs> the Roddy Dangerfield <laughs> of the Italian Alps. <laughs> Uh, do you want to guess what they eat at the at the dinner? Uh, spicy meatball. Uh, you're close. It's battleisk. So- it's it's well. You're close too. It's battleisk sausage. Oh, oh. They, he's a cannibal. I don't think he oh, is a sausage. <laughs> at first, I was like, oh shit. They kill the battleisk and make sausage out of him. Uh-huh. But no, the battleisk actually has a seat at the table. They feed him along with everybody else. So I don't know what they're making the battleisk sausage out of. It's just sausage, guys. What? Mm. <laughs> Roger, you just said he it's looks a, like a sausage. He's not actually a sausage, is he? Well, I, I mean, I don't think so. Guys, it's a it's 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 a Denny's menu situation where they say it's like Frodo's Frodo's big feast, but it has nothing to do with Frodo. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's just a sausage they made for him. I can show you a picture of him. Here, let me show you a picture. Dude, he does look like a sausage. But oh, yeah, wow. it's like 
It's like the Los Lonely Boys burger. You're yeah. not actually naming yeah. the Los Lonely Boys. Uh-huh. I get That's you. a good point. They just named the sausage after the Battalisk. Yeah. That makes a lot more sense. I was thinking that maybe he, like a like an egg from a chicken situation, maybe he like poops sausages and they eat it or something. A little meat man, carve a little chunk off of him. His body is kind of a donor kebab. You could just shave a little piece off. <laughs> yeah, go back. I just sent a picture over to the to the guys, but I'll post this on Instagram listeners if you want to take a leak. Uh, take a leak. Take, <laughs> take a look. <laughs> Why are you taking a leak if you want to take a look at this Battalisk? Take a picture. <laughs> He's kind of an owl and kind of a where the wild things are monster. Oh, yeah, things. yeah, I was thinking Hagrid yeah. for some reason. No. Yeah, kind of an evil Hagrid with red glowing eyes. I could see that. But anyway, the next day, the Battalisk is set free. He just goes back to his home in the woods. So where does he sleep for the night? Does someone put him up? Someone's couch? That's an interesting question, too. Yeah, he must just crash on somebody's couch, huh? <laughs> That's probably an interesting <laughs> <laughs> That's one alternative Santa that you can consider. Mm. Does that beat Santa for anybody? Would anybody rather have the Battleist come to town? No, I feel for him. You don't get any gifts from him at all, right? No, and you don't. You don't give him anything. He just uh, roasts you. Give him sausage. Oh, you do give him sausage and a couch to sleep on. <laughs> I mean, he gives us yeah. sausage, I assume. And if you're a kid, then you get candy and, and money from the people in the village. But I guess he doesn't really bring much with him, huh? Just trouble, really, when you think about it. Yeah. Accountability. That's true. (laughs) I don't like him more than Santa, but I'm going to go out on a limb here and say, this is a Christmas gift and a Christmas miracle that's been put in my lap, and it's my responsibility to set him free. Because why are they roping this poor guy? I don't. I don't like anything. The, the treatment of him. I'm. I'm going to set him free. That's what I'm going to invite well, him instead of Santa. No presents for me. But I'm going to set him free. Let him live in your house. Yeah. Mm, tales old as time. <laughs> you keep doing those belly rolls. You're gonna. He's going to come anyway. Yeah. There's two monsters in this house. <laughs> okay. Well, here's another option. This one is named Bafana. Ooh. Hey. Do you know Bafana? I was wondering if you were going to do her, yeah. Hey, so she's Italian, which is your heritage, right, Brian? Uh-huh. Yeah. Feel free to jump in. If any of this information is is off the mark, feel free to jump in or if you have anything to add. All I kind of remember about her is that she's kind of just a big dick. <laughs> yeah. um, that's basically it. A lot more of, like, less jolly and a lot more threatening to Italian children. Totally. So she's similar to Santa in a lot of ways. She comes down the chimney. She, um... Leaves presents for good kids and coal for bad kids. Families leave a snack and a drink out for her. But unlike Santa, Bafana is a witch, like a classic Halloween-style witch. She has uh, a big nose with warts and old black tattered clothes. Uh, She rides around on a broomstick instead Mm. of a sleigh. So she's like a a classic Halloween witch. Cool. And the treats that the families leave out for, instead of milk and cookies, she wants wine and salty cheese. (laughs) That's that's definitely about right. She's a classy woman. That's probably just more of an Italian thing, right? Yeah. That's just Wine and cheese, man. It's Can't what we live it. and die on. But she's similar enough to Santa that I feel like it'd be a pretty easy transition. So if you want to move towards a more kind of witch-based Christmas, this might be a good option for you. The only thing that I should let you know first, though, is that her backstory is pretty dark, and it might make you reconsider choosing her. Uh, Bafana's really old. She was already an old woman when Christ was born. Wow. And she was, she was living in a small village in Rome at the time. Mm-hmm. And uh, she had a baby that she loved. Her baby was everything to her. But the baby died, and Bafana was so heartbroken, the grief was just so overwhelming that it made her a little unstable. She's kind of a little crazy. But one day, three men come to her door, three wise men. They, they knock on her door and they say that they're lost. They saw a star in the sky, and they think that the newborn son of God is somewhere around here, but they can't find him. And they ask Bafana if she knows where this baby Jesus is. 
but she has no idea what they're talking about. Uh, she hasn't heard about any newborn son of God. So she says no, but if these three wise men need a place to stay for the night, they're welcome to sleep in her house. So the, the wise men take her up on that. They're super grateful. They spend the night. And in the morning, they invite Bafana to join them. She can come meet the son of God if she wants to. But Bafana says, no thanks. She's got a lot of housework to do. She's too busy. She's just going to skip it. So the wise men go on their way. The next day, though, she starts thinking, of, you know, maybe she made a mistake. Maybe she should have gone with those wise men. Uh, maybe it wasn't just a coincidence that they showed up on her doorstep, actually. Maybe this newborn Christ child is actually her baby. Maybe she's the mom. It's possible that God sent this baby down to earth to make up for the baby that was taken away from her. So she's like, I got to go out and I got to find this child. This is my kid. So she sets out on her own. She's following the same star that the wise men are following. And on the way, she becomes just more and more convinced that Christ is actually her baby. And by the time she actually comes up on the manger and finds the baby Jesus, she's totally delusional and thinks that she's Christ's mom. So when she sees him, she starts hugging him and kissing him and showering him with gifts. And Christ is into it. He's pretty happy because this is just a really sweet, nice old lady and he loves her. But he feels bad that she's nuts. So he offers her a gift instead. He says that instead of the baby that she lost, she can be the mother of all children everywhere. She's everybody's mom. And on Christmas Day, she can ride around on her broomstick and just shower the kids of the world with the love that she's been showering on the baby Jesus. Man, that's great. So it's kind of delightful, but also kind of scary because she's a delusional witch that thinks that she's your mom creeping into your house at night. That Also, that was a talking baby? <laughs> well, I mean, he's the son of God. The first miracle. I didn't, it was earlier than I thought. A <laughs> couple other things. For the good kids, she leaves candy and treats. Uh, for the bad kids, she leaves coal, just like Santa. But with Bafana, she leaves basically all the kids coal because she knows that every kid is a little bad at some point of the year. Hmm. So it's kind of a bummer. But the coal that she leaves is actually just a black rock candy usually. So it's still kind of fun. <laughs> that's that's cool. But like, like Brian mentioned, she's kind of a more aggressive, scary version of a Santa figure. If she catches you awake when she comes down your chimney, she just beats the shit out of you with her broomstick. (laughs) (laughs) It's it's the worst mom. So you have to make sure you're asleep on Christmas Eve or else she's just going to wail on you with her broom. (laughs) What do you guys think? I like her. I like that one a lot. Pretty solid, yeah. She must have really strong shoulders and and forearms from all the hitting. (laughs) Yeah. She's ripped, that's that's for sure. Yeah. But she's not as ripped as our next option. Mm. Uh, Kevin, did you have something you wanted to add? Just a small anecdote. We were meeting um, for like Thanksgiving digitally, and there was an elf on the shelf for one of my nephews in the background, mm-hmm. and they wanted to talk about it. And they said that um, they had to be good, otherwise they were going to get pants for Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> Is that the new coal? If you're bad, you get pants? You get pants in that household. I thought that was so funny. Those kids probably just misunderstood because their parents were like, if you're not good, we're going to take you to Kohl's instead. And then they're like, oh, no, <laughs> take you to Kohl's. <laughs> Or maybe they threatened to pants them in front of the whole school. Oh, God. Oh, you know? no. <laughs> That's actually really perfect, though, because the whole Kohl thing was because that was like a utilitarian gift that wasn't fun, mm-hmm. but the house needed. And that's basically pants. Pants aren't fun. You just need them. It's right? true. So it's pants true. are definitely the modern coal. Kind of, yeah. I didn't know how appropriate that was. <laughs> That'll be our holiday shirt. Pants <laughs> are the modern coal. <laughs> okay. We have one last option for Santa alternatives. Um, 
What's something else that you think Santa could improve on? Any other flaws? You said, you know, maybe a little bit more dangerous. Anything else that you wish? You could lose some fucking weight. Lose mm-hmm. some weight? Maybe a sexier <laughs> Santa, right? Yeah. Then I've got the option for you. Moss Gorilla. Mm-hmm. No. <laughs> it's, it's, <laughs> I'm probably pronouncing this wrong. It's M-O-S-G-E-R-I-L-A. It's Romanian. So it's maybe like Mos, Mos Gorilla or something. Um, Mos it means like ancestor, like a forefather. Gorilla means frost. So he's basically kind of like an ancient frost man. Okay. But you wouldn't know that by looking at him. First of all, he dresses like Santa. He's got a red jacket with white fur trim. But unlike Santa, who's just a chubby old gross man, Moscarilla is an absolute babe. He's a hunk. He leaves his red coat unbuttoned and he wears no shirt underneath. So he's just bare chested. And you can just see his, his incredible pecs and his abs. He's got a chiseled jaw. He's got this kind of beautiful golden brown skin. There's no doubt about it. He is the most fuckable Santa alternative of the three for sure. But let's talk about where he comes from. In 1948, the Romanian Communist Party came to power and Romania became a communist country. Now, communism, basically by definition, is anti-organized religion. Uh, Brian, I feel like you know about this stuff, so feel free to jump in here. Was it Karl Marx that said that religion is the opium of the masses? Yeah, super, like, the Soviet Union is just very, very adamantly atheist and just, like, getting rid of any kind of, like, fantasy elements and just being, like, realistic and pragmatic. And they viewed organized religion as just kind of a tool for keeping the people down, right? Like, Yeah. Uh So Mm -hmm. this Romanian communist party does not want any kind of remnants of Christianity or organized religion in their country once they take power. So they try to scrub all the religion out of the culture. But the problem is Christmas is inherently religious, right? It's so closely tied to Christianity. So something has to be done about that. They can't just cancel Christmas. The children of Romania would be crushed. So instead, they try to rebrand it. There's no more baby Jesus, no more Santa Claus. Those are symbols of the oppressive Christian religion. Even the name Christmas is changed because Christ is right there in the title. So they changed the name to Day of the Republic instead, which is a little bit more dry. And they come up with new traditions to carry on the work of Santa now that he's been banned. And that's where most gorilla comes in. He's a completely secular Santa alternative, a communist-friendly Santa with no ties to Christianity. But honestly, the kids don't really get into most gorilla. He doesn't have the same charm. He's just kind of this... This hot hunk that comes in your house and leaves presents, but he doesn't have that same kind of jolly atmosphere. So he gets pushed really hard on the Romanian kids. The like Romanian newspapers have articles about this guy and all these things about you know how he's going to bring joy to children of Romania. But he just kind of fades away after a couple of years. He doesn't really have a lot of uh, longevity. And instead, the person that replaces him as the new Santa alternative in Romania is maybe the most boring option they could have gone with. The new person that's magically bringing kids presents on Christmas Day is everyone's favorite general secretary of the Romanian (laughs) Communist Party, Nicolae Ceausescu. St. Nikolai. Uh, here, I'm going to send a picture over to you guys so you can get a sense of how festive this guy could be. Yeah, I want to see this. Um, I'll post this on the Instagram too if you guys want to take a look. <laughs> the most bland, generic man I can imagine. Gather children. It is Thursday. <laughs> <laughs> so 
can imagine how joyous Christmas morning must have been uh, just knowing that Nikolai Ciasco had been down your chimney the night before. <laughs> the idea was that he delivers the holiday cheer to your house, but he's doing it on behalf of the people's state of Romania. All good things come from the communist government, so there's no magic involved, really. He's just giving you the presence of of, of the state. I, I guess it's nice, kind of. It's like support of like your, your country and stuff. Yeah, yeah I guess. Uh, I've got some good news and some bad news about this, though. Uh, bad news first. In 1989, the Romanian people revolted and overthrew their communist government. And Nicolae Ceausescu was taken prisoner. And on Christmas Day, 1989, the people of Romania put him on trial and found him guilty of corruption and hoarding wealth. It's for the children. <laughs> yeah, they said He's got to buy those presents with something. It's true. And they didn't even consider that. You would have been a good lawyer for Nicolae Ceausescu. But you <laughs> yeah. weren't there. So instead, he was found guilty and sentenced to die and taken out behind the courthouse on Christmas Day and executed by firing squad. Wow. (laughs) They killed Santa. That's that that famous thing with him and his wife, right? Yeah. Do you know about that? Yeah, dude, it's so brutal. It's They, like, literally, like, you're guilty, and they just walk him outside and just gun him down against a wall. Immediately. Holy moly. Him and Mrs. Claus. It's it's rough. (laughs) (laughs) I guess the world was really shocked by it and pretty upset because I guess the whole trial was kind of just a sham. Uh, They didn't really try to to, uh, figure out if he was actually guilty or not. They made a movie about that. Did you know if you have seen it? Did they really? Yeah. So the guy who actually was responsible for his death, the one who pulled the trigger, is played by Tim Allen and takes over as the new Nikolai. <laughs> Man, I was, was going to say. I was going to say. The clause, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Side note, we just recently watched the Santa Claus again. Mm-hmm. And uh, – Man, I was going into it being like, this is going to be terrible. Uh, it was great. Delightful movie. Hold up? I, I stand by it. Holds up. Cool. I yeah. really like the Santa Claus. It's genuinely de- like Tim Allen's best. <laughs> it might be Tim Allen's finest work. I agree. Yeah, it's definitely up there with Jingle All the Way. <laughs> My favorite thing that Tim Allen does is support the Republican Party. <laughs> <laughs> is he? He probably is a Republican, huh? Yeah, he is. Yeah, more yeah. power, huh? <laughs> <laughs> So Chiasescu is not really an option anymore, so you can't pick him. But Moscarilla, he's still on the table. He doesn't get much attention anymore. Uh, nobody really loves him. So if you're looking for a sexy hunk to slide down your chimney, uh, he's probably a good option. I doubt he's very busy. You might get his full, full attention for the year. And those are our three Santa alternatives. Are you guys into it? Oh, I love them. So you've got a monster who makes good sausage. <laughs> uh, a witch. A witch. Uh-huh. And a hot dude or a or, dead or guy. Or a dead politician. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I guess none of them really are better, are they? Uh, I mean, the hot guy, I guess, is pretty cool. <laughs> I, I looked up a picture we're talking. It's, it's pretty great. Yeah, here, I'll send that picture over to you, and I'll post this on Instagram. If we're going to go with where we started to come all the way back around, there's one, you know, Santa replacement that would make me do body rolls on the roof, and it's Muscarilla for sure. Yeah, that's that's a good point. This is kind of like after was I think Superman gets killed by Doomsday, and then there's four new Supermen that take over. Oh, yeah, it's kind of like that. Yeah. So like Super Superboy would be Muscarilla because he's the hot, sexy one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, here's a picture of Muscarilla. <laughs> looking good, huh? Oh, it's wow. a handsome man. <laughs> maybe I miss. Maybe uh, maybe I zoned out a second. Why is there a ghost face of uh, of, of Santa behind him? So in this in this illustration. There looks like a mask, kind of a ghosty old man face that's blowing in the wind behind him. I think that is the mask of Santa Claus that he is shirking off into the wind because he's replacing Santa. Yeah, with his sexy body. Uh, yeah. Oh, man. It turns out it was this sexy hunk. Mm-hmm. 
and get choked up. It's a sexy hunk all the Is he like in the process of just undressing to like shed the Santa and he just goes around with gray pants and shirtless? <laughs> maybe. Maybe he's, yeah. he's taking the robe off. Yeah. <laughs> man, that's so I, I love the idea of Santa having his outfit and underneath it are just some slacks. Yeah, well, it makes sense. <laughs> We're just talking about that. Just some, just some khaki <laughs> Coles pants. Yeah. It's no time for presents, only time for pants. <laughs> <laughs> and he's also, it looks like he's just delivering newspapers yeah. to children, which is <laughs> not an exciting gift. Uh, but also, if you search Most Gorilla in Google, the fourth picture that comes up is a picture of Bugs Bunny in a Santa outfit. So mm. there might be some connection there that's important. I don't know. Well, Bugs Bunny can be sexy. Remember when he does the sexy girl thing? <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I remember. You know the thing. Cool. Um, <laughs> <your> side, <laughs> side note, guys. On uh, Spotify, we just got our 2020 year in review, and um, our listenership in New Zealand has grown 200% yes. in 2020. Yeah. <laughs> and it doesn't tell us what the actual numbers are, just that we've had a 200% increase. So there may have been one listener that has turned into two listeners in New Zealand. <laughs> so I want to reach out and just say thanks to both of our New Zealand listeners. I'm thanks, just guys. really glad that uh, since I've come on, people haven't just turned their backs on this and been like, oh, hell no. Uh, so <laughs> no, I'll, I'll take that 200%. <laughs> Our numbers have skyrocketed. Nice. They might be specifically for you. You might be huge in New Zealand. You uh, wouldn't know. Yeah. yeah, Brian tests very well in New Zealand. It'd <laughs> <laughs> be a good time to do a collab with the uh, Fly of the Concords. Yeah, that's true. Oh, yeah. What are they doing? Yeah. Look them up. Mm-hmm. I'm sure they're not we're, busy. Mm-hmm. We're just about as big. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, and, and funny. Yeah. <laughs> All right, should we wrap it up? Yeah, I guess so. Um, yeah, uh-huh. we got a lot of um, messages on on Instagram and a lot of reposts. Uh, so thank you for everyone who's uh, using their Spotify uh, information to kind of push us forward. That's really appreciated. Yeah, and if so we made cool. it onto your Spotify uh, top podcast lists, uh, send us a screenshot. We'd love to see it. Yeah, you'll make it onto our top uh, listener list. Yeah. <laughs> I'm keeping it. I'm uh-huh. keeping it. I'm keeping on my desk and I'm checking it twice. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to email us, our email address is storyholepodcast at gmail.com. And if you're not already on the, the Instagram, we're at storyholepodcast on Instagram also. Brian, you want to tell the listeners to leave us a rating or review on Apple Podcasts? Uh, say it again. I was already not paying attention. <laughs> Brian's done. He's gone. <laughs> leave, us, leave us a rating or review on Apple Podcasts. Is that it? Yeah, yeah. that's it. I did it. Uh, one more thing. I would just like to point out that I'm aware that the Prime Minister of uh, New Zealand is Jacinda Ardern. <laughs> yeah, New Zealand. Before we started recording, it came up in conversation. <laughs> I was talking about how our numbers in New Zealand are skyrocketing. And Joey was like, maybe that's uh, Jacinda. What's her name? Ardern. Jacinda Ardern. And I was like, how do you know yeah. the name of the Prime Minister off the top of your head? And uh, Joey let it slip that the reason is because... I got a crush on her. <laughs> She's married to a man named Clark. Joey's got a thing for prime ministers, baby. Yeah, sorry. I like women in power. <laughs> Maybe it's just all prime ministers, though. Have you seen mm-hmm. Churchill? What do you think of him? Mm, boy. <laughs> Actually, when I first started doing those body rolls on my roof, those are Churchill rolls. Nice. <laughs> anyway, uh, welcome, welcome to December, everyone. Happy holidays. Happy holidays. Yay. Happy holidays. Happy holidays. Bye. Bye. Bye.